0: Well, our moms think we're funny. Hey, everyone, I'm Akomi. Hey, everybody, this is Turk182. How's it going? Uh, I am, uh,
1: this has been a rough recording weekend.
0: It has. Um, uh,
1: I think literally yeah. everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong so far. Uh, yeah, God, cross my fingers and nothing else
0: fucks up. <laughs> Akomi's <laughs> head explodes.
1: <laughs> Killing him instantly. Yeah, am um, great. Once again, I've got to carry the show by myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it all it all started uh, Friday with me getting literally crippling food poisoning from Red Robin. Yum, yum. Yeah. I was so excited about it, because I'd been behaving all that week with my diet, and I was like, I'm going to treat myself today. And you and I both love Red Robin. Oh, man, we would eat there, like, at the end of every con, and it was, like, incredible. And, oh, <laughs> now I don't feel like I can ever eat there again. It was horrific. Mm. And so then it's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm heading your way. I hope to God that my my bowels hold it together long enough to actually get to your place. And then I got in traffic that was going 10 miles an hour from God. From like the town I work in to your town, <laughs> so what should have been a two-hour trip was like a three and a half-hour trip. Did you think you, did you feel like you were gonna have to NASCAR it? I just wanted to kill somebody. That's all. Yeah, just just wanted to commit a felony. Um, well, you know,
1: um, you you actually could have gone faster. You could have driven on on the shoulder and stuff like that.
0: I could have. My car is small enough for that. But well, not
1: just that, because remember our other podcast episode, you were talking about was it your your brother. That would get out of tickets by saying, like, Oh yeah. I ideas." you'd be like, Hey, um, right now I have got crippling food poisoning. I mean, you can smell this car, right? <laughs> it's like the fact that I've just been able to like squeak one out and not to like, you know, we don't, we don't do toilet humor right here, but
0: no, not usually,
1: but you know, there's that time where you're like, like you, you've got, you've got that, that pressure and that stress. And you're like, oh, I just need, I just need to let's just like just, just get a little, just a little, little air out just to like kind of like, you know, just, let this area settle some, and you'll start just like just a little squeak. And, sh- and all of a sudden, you be like, "Well, that kind of feels a little wet. Yep, let me just you, stop you right now."
0: <laughs> like, you just like hear that gurgle midway through the stream. It's just like it's like, "Oh, oh, yeah." Like, nope, nope, just gotta stop.
1: stop Can't let any more out. I mean,
0: that, that was pretty much how I realized I had food poisoning <laughs> <laughs> it Was in lows with Camelot because we're working together now, and then, then it just hit me. Like mid midway down there, I was like, "Hard little, I, I'll be back." <laughs> The day was ruined ever since. You,
1: you know what I hate is when you know, like you just got a little bit of sweaty ass anyway, right? Not not so much that it's uncomfortable, but just a little bit of sweaty ass. And
0: then the, the you, classic swass.
1: yeah. And and then you've got to let one out, right? And and then you get that little that little hint of like of of wetness, and you're like, and I can't tell, I can't tell if it's the sweaty ass or if you know. If I was letting out a little bit more than some then some gas, and and you're not in a position where you can immediately go and check,
0: yep. So yep. you're just
1: like the whole time like, oh guys, like, is there a smell? Do I do I smell? Because because that that's that's how I know if I if I did something wrong. Is there a smell? You, you like
0: keep turning around really fast, hoping to, like catch yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's... Re-
1: you keep reaching back to like touch your wallet and then bring your hand up to your nose real quick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So yeah, so that was, that was my Friday. So I finally like roll into Turks at like nine o'clock and it's like, huh, oh, I'm here. And then the power on his entire block goes, boo. Couldn't have timed it better. Why did you pull into a driveway? I didn't even know you were here yet. And as soon I was, as I, like, I turned my car off, that was like the trigger.
1: The power goes out and I'm like, what? And then, uh, <laughs> and then red line, she's, uh, she's like, is it just your house? And I'm like, I don't think so. And I go to the window and I'm looking, I say, I don't think so. Open the door. And I look at the the building across the street, and it says, "Uh, um, it's just uh, this company. I don't even know what they do, but they're across the street. But they've got um these emergency lights on the outside. Uh, yep, yep. And and I was like, those are powered by the generator. But the parking lot, the lights are off. You know. And then next to me, like, in the, the street lights are off all down the block. The bad thing is though, um, because of every you know because of like supply chains and stuff like that, everything's just everything would like work and you know business not being able to have enough you know workers and all that kind of stuff. Have you noticed that in probably not in your area because of your small town, mm-hmm. but when you're when you go other places that streets aren't lit up like the way it used to be, and parking lots aren't lit up the way it used to be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like like every other street light may be on if that. Yeah, so when I yeah. look down the block, I'm like, well but it's kind of how it's been looking lately. <laughs> so I'm not really sure.
0: Yeah. Um, Cause I've spent so much time working in Roanoke that yeah, I, I do recognize that phenomenon.
1: And so when I, when I opened the door and I saw the building outside, I was like, that's a generator. And I looked and so the parking lot lights were out and I looked and I'm like, and there you are in my driveway. I'm like, what the hell are you doing <laughs> here? I'm like, I'm like, that's just random. <laughs> so I was like, like, wow. And then you, you, we bring stuff inside and I'm like, getting lights and everything on and, and then, and then the best thing possible, the absolute best thing possible, is that the uh, the uh, XPS um, uh, battery backups.
0: Oh yeah, the UPSs. Uh, sorry, yeah,
1: U, sorry, UPSs battery backups that I have don't work. <laughs> even though, even they they're showing that they're fully charged while they're plugged in, which actually negates the whole "I'm fully charged." Yep. Because everything is fully charged when it's plugged in. <laughs> and so I was like, well, that shit ain't working. So, but then apparently whatever happened, must it must have hit wherever my cable was because I couldn't even get the um, get the Wi-Fi to work even when I plugged it into the other battery back up. Mm-hmm. So the Wi-Fi was still down and all that. So I was like, so we were, what was that, about 8, 39 o'clock?
0: So I got to your house right at
1: nine. Okay. And we didn't get power back to almost two o'clock in the morning? Yep. So that was just
0: hours of of recording that just was not done. Yep, yep. So and once the power was finally on, it was like, well, we could record, but damn, I'm tired after all this. Yeah. So we just watched some Kanye West videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. it's like, well, I've already, I've already lost hours of my day just like expelling my lungs out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and uh, and of course, being cold, it was like it got down to like 30, I think. Yeah, it, night.
0: Was, it was really cold. Yeah, so. <laughs> So, and, of course, I'm cold-natured, so I'm all bundled up. And we were finally like, you know what, let's call it a night and try again tomorrow. And then, like, for Saturday, we really didn't get started recording until, like, what, 2.30? Something like that? Yeah. So everything was just going wrong with that. And, uh, and then we,
1: we called it a night early because we were, we were both tired. I mean, I was yeah, tired. Yeah. Well,
0: we had the D&D game, which... I I would venture to say it went well as the Mm -hmm. DM, but uh, it also went completely off the rails, and my players did exactly what I always want them to do, and split the party, which I could not be happier about.
1: Uh, Well, you know, and and this, (laughs) I guess, we're kind of actually leading into this conversation, even though it wasn't a topic of this podcast, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but um, we were going to talk about your Tuesday night game. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and you know, and the uh, what it means to be a good DM. Well, oh, so sorry, sorry, what being a good DM means to a DM, yeah, and what being a good DM means to players, because those are sometimes, most times, two different things. Yes,
0: very often, very often. So,
1: but I think uh, even though we're kind of segwayed into that, that wasn't the purpose topic no, no, of this conversation. We'll, yeah, so we'll, yeah save we'll, that. we'll
0: revisit that. I mean, just all, all that to say. I mean, you know, right right now we're looking at uh, three quarters of my party are surrounded by cultists and. <laughs> And uh, the party wizard is uh, alone with a cultist who's trying to awaken a tarasque while she's at the, the young, young level of level 8. So this is going to be hilarious. Can't <laughs> and, wait for next week's game.
1: <laughs> and uh, and I'm having a conversation with a, a bone demon?
0: Uh, a bone devil, a yeah. De- a bone devil. Who, even though devils are supposed to be lawful in d d this guy is just pure chaos. He's yeah. just fucking up the whole world because he thinks it's funny. And I'm, and I'm sitting here and I'm telling him, like,
1: uh, like I'm not going to fight you, dude, because... He's like, he's like, yeah, you know, but if I die, then uh, I'm just going to go to hell and then just come right back. And I'm like, well, then there's no point in me fighting you because if I win, you're just going to die, go to hell, come right back. And then I'm going to have to fight you again. And then, like, there's no scenario in which I win. It's like, because eventually you'll just wear me down. It it and I couldn't I couldn't say this in the game because it doesn't exist in the game, but it's like that episode of Superman anime series with Mitch Spitzlik. Yeah. Where he's Let's like, see. yeah. He's like, he comes back and he's like, oh, this guy again. And it's like, <laughs> okay. And then after a while, he's like, look, I'm just tired of you, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm really tired of you. Like, do what you want. And he's like, no, but what I want to do is play with you. And he's like, yeah, but I, I I have no interest in that.
0: And I'm like, I'm done. Yep, yep. So, but so, yeah, so that, and we actually like intentionally wrapped that up on the earlier side. Yeah, and so was, we could record. It's like, we, we've got to get some recording done, so, you know, this is a perfect cliffhanger. You guys have really got yourselves in some deep shit, so this is a great time to just call it a night. And then it was like, man, we we need a break before we record. <laughs> yeah,
1: because, I mean, I dude, I was, I was actually, like, nodding off in our Let's Watch before <laughs> the
0: game started. And I was like, oh, man. So, but, so here we are. So yeah, here here we are. We've done uh, three Let's Watches, and this is our first podcast for the week. And yeah, so. uh, yeah, and,
1: and we've got uh, we've
0: got to try to make up some time, and we've got what four hours to do it in. Yeah, <laughs> so we've we've got to record eight podcasts in four hours. <laughs> each episode is an hour. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, each episode might be forty five minutes.
1: Oh, <laughs> um. uh, yeah, you, you know how it goes. So, uh, so our topic today, or mm-hmm. getting to our topic today, is um, actually, right, so in leading into this, before we started our podcast, we just finished up a Let's Watch, and I just kind of turned to something, just random thing, because um, we were on Zumo, mm-hmm. and they had a movie called The Thirsty Dead. It's a movie from the 70s, it looked really cheesy, we had a sound <laughs> off, and they didn't have uh, closed captioning for this one, so we have no idea what's going on.
0: Not a clue.
1: Um, but I do know it was about cannibals. Um were and, they fine young cannibals?
0: Um the the blonde wasn't bad. I mean I wouldn't call her fine, but she was cute. I liked I liked her outfit. Yeah. If I could find the right lady to wear an outfit like that, I'd be a happy camper.
1: You know, so uh, do you are you familiar with the 80s song I E Cannibals?
0: Uh no. Yeah,
1: there's 80s song, I forget the band name. Um, but yeah, they have a song called I. E. Cannibals. I've heard it like a couple of times and every time I hear it, it's like, oh yeah, I kinda remember that, that song. But then when I think by the beginning I'm like I don't remember how the song goes. It's just like I eat cannibal. I, I, don't, I don't know, but just but anyway. Um it's not as good as she drives me crazy. Like no. One else. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know that guy was later on the uh, Highlander TV series with Adrian Paul? Oh, no. He was one of the Highlanders. He had to fight. Um <laughs> he was missing a hand in that. That's whack. Yeah. So uh but yeah. Anyway, um so and then, of course, when we were watching some stuff on YouTube, I kept coming across that one YouTube video that saved, um, about the, uh, Michael Rockefeller. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Which I read the book was a savage harvest, which I really did enjoy, even though during my book club, nobody else enjoyed it because they're <laughs> like, dude, they tell you in the very end, like, it's like, that's so damn convenient. I'm like, yeah, but the whole, the whole back history of Papua, uh, Papua New Guinea and all that kind of stuff was really, really interesting. It's a fascinating, fascinating place. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really interesting how they, you know, during that time, they would see a helicopter and they thought it was, they, they thought white people were gods because they'd never mm-hmm. seen a white person before. Yeah, yeah. And um, and mm-hmm. they they thought they were gods and they would trade them for all this stuff. They were like, here's some fishing line and some fish hooks and some cigarettes. And they're like, holy <laughs> shit, thank you, God. I have some cigarettes <laughs> stolen from my grandma's purse. Yeah, but um, but if it had been Michael Rockefeller, Jigga, Jigga, Matt Jigga, Jigga, and he got come over there and <laughs> be like, it's the devil! Like, oh, okay, great, because well, you've never seen a black person before. It's
0: interesting, like, I mean, I I've, Papua New Guinea's always been, like, right outside of the periphery of my radar growing up, because, like, my grandpa was deployed there in World War II, so I heard a lot of stories from him. Wow. Um, and there was also a missionary who moved into my town who... Um, he like his whole thing as a missionary was Papua New Guinea. That was where he believed wow. his calling was, and he he said it was a miserable time, and that like he he kind of hated himself because he would just tell them he's like I would be a great missionary if it wasn't for you people. <laughs> and it, was, it was that kind of thing. Where he, <laughs> 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 the best dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like I, I have it on cassette tape I have his entire testimony on cassette tape and I don't know if, if it's available on CD it probably is but it's it's hilarious because <laughs> like he goes there with these grandiose plans like every missionary has these plans of like oh yeah I'm gonna you know win these people over to the Lord and I'm gonna change their lives and I'm gonna move them away from their devil worshiping ways and it's gonna be great but these but like the people of Papua New Guinea are all just like chronic thieves <laughs> they don't understand like personal boundaries or personal space it's like oh well this isn't tied down I'm taking it And so, like, all he wanted was to just like grow food from home. That was that was the only thing he wanted for himself was to just like have a crop that would actually grow. But of course, it's a tropic region south of the equator, so the only thing he could get to grow was pineapples, and it was an absolute nightmare. And he had just a miserable time. So he's trying to trying to minister to these people, trying to tell them about his religion, and they're just having none of it. They don't care. They couldn't care Uh less. And so, like, finally, after years of fighting, he finally starts growing these pineapples. And then the people just start stealing them. And he's like, oh, come on! <laughs> so, he, it took him years before he finally actually got to try a pineapple. So, the interesting thing is, in the book, they talk
1: about the... Not the people that live, like, in, in town. Mm-hmm. But the the people that live, like, deep into, like, the woods or swamps or whatever oh, yeah, it is. yeah, And, and then the, the the different tribes there, and they, the warring tribes, but... If you kill a man like in combat and like when
0: they're like ritual combats, yep.
1: right, then you then become like the head of his family.
0: Hmm. So uh, I knew that there were like there, they had rituals for like stealing their souls, I didn't know about that. That's interesting.
1: So in that thing, then you would be like the head of your family, but then you'd also be the head of that family too mm-hmm. of the warring tribe. So you'd be like a part of both tribes. It was, it was just kind of, kind of weird thing. Um, and then of course, they had their. Iju Poles. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but they were the poles they made for when they were like, oh, here's a guy I'm going to kill. I'm going to make a pole to yep, him. And, yep. and the whole thing was Michael Rockefeller wanted to buy some poles. And they're like, no, it doesn't work that way. These are these are ceremonial poles for this thing that we do. You can't just buy them. But he was a guy who, you know, even though he wasn't like his father, he wanted his father's, like, love and approval. Yeah. That's why he went over there anyway was to get, um, in um, uh, what do you call it? Not indigenous. Um, uh, pre, pre, um, uh, crap! I can't think of the word now. But he wanted to, to get what their, their art yeah, for yeah. for his father's museum, and he's like, I want, yeah, you know, I just want to buy these poles. And he's a guy that's used to getting whatever he wants because he's, you know, a
0: Rockefeller, right? Yeah. And
1: so he didn't really understand why these why these people weren't impressed with his money. It's like I don't, this doesn't
0: make any sense. He's like, I got money, you know, <laughs> I I can, money. I can buy the world. <laughs> It's like apparently you can't buy new Guinea Bud. Yeah, they, 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 he pulls out. He
1: pulls like, like a hundred bills, like money, dollars. He's hanging their face, they grabbing, they blow their nose with him, like mm, and so ground, like, <laughs> it's like it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything to them. So, and that's when he started kind of trading him for like this stuff, and and yeah. then he, they they finally agreed to 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 um to, to sell him these poles. Um, and then of course it was not until afterwards that he realized that the poles that they made that they sold him were. The polls they made for him because they were going to kill him and eat him. Yep. Um, Which they did. (laughs) But because he, in their eyes, was a god because he was a white guy and never seen a white guy before. Mm -hmm. um, They were like, oh, shit, we just ate a god. And um, we can't tell nobody we ate a god. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not funny. It's not funny, but... It It kind is, of funny. it isn't, but it is at the same time. It, the, the, the ironic nature of it all. Sorry, Lansmore said this is really how you use this word. Um, <laughs> is the fact that he bought the poles that were made for him. Yeah. That were made for him.
0: Well, that, that's like my favorite story from Catholic history, you know, which I think I've talked about on the podcast. <laughs> When the Catholic Church started selling indulgences and it's like, oh yeah, you can just like buy your forgiveness for sins ahead of time. So you want to fuck your neighbor's wife? Just pay us and we'll forgive you for it already. <laughs> and so and then like the priest just like went to this one town, cleaned up, made thousands and thousands. And so on his way out the town, a bunch of highway robbers hold him up and start stealing his money. He's like, you're, you're going to go straight to hell for the sin of theft. And they just give him indulgence rights for theft. It's like we, <laughs> we bought these from me in town. <laughs> that's the best that's, that is my all time favorite story of Catholic history
1: oh man that's awesome
0: <laughs> it's great <laughs> you've already forgiven me for this <laughs> well you, you have forgiven me for it I'm not going to hell for it sorry
1: guys it's like, um, it's like well it's like I mean I've already paid for it I can't not rob you <laughs>
0: I don't want this to go to waste. I mean, but yeah, I mean, like, like...
1: But if I didn't rob you, I'd be an abomination!
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the whole thing with, like, referring to them as, like, devils and stuff, uh, that's, that ties in with what that missionary always talked about on his testimony tapes, and, like, because they always... Like, before he came along, they always would refer to the missionaries who would come to their islands as, like, the white devils (laughs) and stuff like that. They were considered to be demigods and deities. And so when they, when he moved into the island and he was so stressed out and he would freak out because they would steal all of his stuff, they finally just started calling him Tuan, which is New Guinean for, um, Stingy white devil So he he was just the stingy white devil And so finally like the whole point of his story With the pineapples and stuff is that he realized He couldn't be selfish He had to be willing to give up you know, these pineapples for the greater good of winning these people over to the Lord. So you mean he
1: actually had to be a missionary? Yeah, basically.
0: Basically. So, like, that was, like, a big turnaround moment for him, was like, you know what, I've gotta, I've gotta be willing to let go of my stuff so I can show these people the love of the Lord. So when he explained this to the people in the village, they were like, to one! You've become a Christian! You've been telling us about them for all these years. We've always wondered what they were like. And he was like, Oh, that, that was a knife in the back right there. That hurt. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, it's it's an incredible story. I mean, I've I've gotten a pretty disenfranchised with a lot of religious stuff, but that's it's it's an incredible story. I really like his testimony. You know what's what's
1: kind of funny is that the um uh the Rockefellers Mm-hmm. refused to accept the fact that Michael was eaten. Yeah. Yeah. I remember and, that. And instead they choose to believe that he drowned because they had, he and the other guy had problems with the boat and they got the boat they were in, they ended up getting into water. that was a, a lot choppier than they were expecting. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's, it's undignified for them to, to say that he was eaten by cannibals, that he thought were going to protect him because he had worked with him and they knew him and they saw him as being a god. They'd rather say this guy who wasn't very athletic but was a pretty strong swimmer, right? Who would have been actually been able to swim to shore and from all accounts he actually did make it to shore, right? They'd rather say that he drowned. That's less undignified than to say that he was taken in by people that he thought were his friends who then killed him and ate him. Yep, yep. And one of the reasons that they know that these people at least, that he at least made it to shore, because in one of the stories they were telling, they mentioned his underwear.
0: Yep, yep. Which
1: they've never seen before because they couldn't even look directly at him because they thought he was a god. Yep.
0: So. So this is all talked about in the Windigoon video too, which is the video you were talking about. So
1: you've already seen that video? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm a
0: huge fan of Windigoon. He's one of my favorite YouTubers. He he's a great guy. He's he's just like he's got this big bassy like southern southern drawl to his voice, and he always wears like Hawaiian flowery shirts, and he always just talks about all these like crazy like cult stories and like weird stuff from history. So he, he had that that dedicated video,
1: and see I I saw the video, and so I put it in my watch list to watch to kind of compare it to the the book, mm-hmm. and. Um... And so I didn't realize you'd already watched a video. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool.
0: yeah. No, I, I'm a huge fan of Wendigoon. Um, he's the one who did that Children of the Ant Hill video that I sent you. Yeah. Uh, which is a spectacular video and just a crazy, crazy story. And um, let's see what else. He, he re- One of his more recent videos was uh, talking about the Akali Raft experiment. Which one's that? Uh, that's It's also known as the Sex Raft. That's one that's it's too long to get into here, but it might actually make a good podcast episode. Okay. But uh it it's it's very, very interesting. Very interesting. And uh one of the things he did more recently for Halloween was a breakdown of like Ed and Lorraine Warren's cases and
1: You tell me about that. Yeah,
0: it's it's a very interesting analysis. I really, really dig Wendigoon. He's him along with like weird movies with Mark, he's one of those people who like I would sell my children for an opportunity to collab with him. Most people I could take or leave off of YouTube, but him it'd be like, Yes, please.
1: Yeah, I love, uh, I love Weird Moves and Mark, aka Fanboy Flicks. Yep, um, yep. And, uh, yeah, from the, what you, now that you've, uh, said that you've listened to that story, it, I, uh, your endorsement is going to make me actually make time for it and actually get it out of the watch list and move it into, uh, and moving into the watched list. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I just thought that, that story was really interesting, that whole thing. It, it's a lot to get through, especially to get to the end where in the very end, um, and I remember in a book club, we were, when we, uh, when we read the book and they were like, oh yeah. And at the very end, like when after he turns off the tape recorder, that's when they say blah 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 blah. And it's like, but he didn't catch any of that on tape. So it's like it's just kind of his word for it. It's like that's damn convenient. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but it's no more convenient than Robert Durst. I mean, if you ever watched that that documentary, and like the last, like, like the last time they were interviewing him, and he's and they're done with the interview, and he gets up and goes to the bathroom, and, and it has not been unmiked, and he just confesses to himself that yeah, yeah I killed these people.
0: <laughs> can't believe we're about to get away with murder. Exactly. I mean, that's it's almost that's almost what he said. Is like
1: he's like yeah, it's like. It's like, yeah, this is it. It's like, and no one's ever going to know. It's like dude, that, you know, that you're guilty kind of thing and that you did this. It was something, something to that
0: effect. And it was like, yeah. Well. Can you imagine walking back into the room after that? And just everybody's like got that look like, <laughs> ah, shit. I had my mic on, didn't I?
1: I mean, it's, it's like robbing a bank and then like turn around, come back in there. It's like, oh, you guys seen a black wallet? Uh- <laughs> 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 and, it's like, uh, and it's like, and it's like someone raised their hand. Yeah, you on the floor. What does it look like? It's, it's black. Uh, it's leather. Uh, inside it, say, it says Michael Smith. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you start counting people and counting bullets.
0: <laughs> like holding the wallet out, it's like just oh, like falls open to your driver's license.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh shit, that's right. I didn't bring it because, like, uh, because I was afraid if I got pulled up by the cops and everything, like, they didn't know who I was. But you know, yeah, you know, that's really the dilemma, right? It's like. You know, if I do make it out of here and I do get stopped by a cop, right, I don't want to get, you know, a ticket for or drive without a license. But at the same time, yeah, <laughs> oh, you know, it's like, you know, sometimes I think it just might be better than this not to be a bank robber. But then I'm like, what, get a real job? What, work at a bank? Somebody can come and steal from me? I don't
0: think so. <laughs> have, have you seen that video with the bank robbers? Um, And like what, one of the guys, he... Um, he keeps telling the teller, "He's like, put the money in the bag." And the teller's like, "I can't hear you through the mask." So he like <laughs> takes the mask off. He's like, "Put the money in the bag." And they're all like, "Dude, come on!" <laughs> and then he's like, "What? What?" And then like one of the one of the customers at the bank's like, "Jimmy, Jimmy Smith, is that you? I haven't seen you in years." And he's like, "Oh shit, no!" What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you looking for Jimmy? He's long gone, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, so what kicked this whole thing off was uh, me sending Turk a news headline, and that's that's what got us talking about cannibals. <laughs> yep. See, we do bring things back around. <laughs> that was that was one of the worst segues I've ever done. But
1: uh, <laughs> no, I think it was good. I think it worked.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so um, the 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 the, uh, the headline was um, vegan cannibals. What a time to be alive. And uh, I, I all I had was a screenshot of the article. I didn't have the entire article, but it did a little breakdown. And I sent it to Turk and was like, "Would this make you a good podcast episode?" And he was like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs>
1: <laughs> did, did I did I reply anything other than "Hell yeah"? Because um, I think in my mind I went off on some things.
0: <laughs> no, no. Uh, all I said was podcast topic question mark, and you said yes, please, and that was it. <laughs> and I, I knew our destiny was in the stars here. Oh with, uh, yeah. It says, Hufu is a healthy human flesh alternative, a plant-based meat product developed for vegan cannibals. The tofu product was also marketed toward anthropology students studying cannibalism and those wanting to give cannibalism a go without actually having to give cannibalism a go.
1: Okay, so first off, if I may. (laughs) Yes, please. Okay. So, first off, you're like, you know, if you cannot commit to being a cannibal, then you have no right being a quote cannibal. It like it's kind of like the thing we talk about where it's like, okay, if you are going to be a, an X type of criminal, then you have to commit to being I'm gonna be X type of criminal. And and because of that, I need to accept that being this kind of a criminal means I have to do these type of things. Yeah. If yeah. you can't accept that, then you don't have a right to be that. Holy
0: if shit, it's you, on Wikipedia. This is
1: real. If you cannot commit To being a, to actually eating human flesh, a flesh alternative does not work. I mean, I can't wait to see the commercial for this one, you know. Hey, you know the one with the with the, the the little girl? That one I can't stand, that one I rant about all the time. Yeah, yeah. Where she's like, you know, have you ever have you tried this? And he goes, I like it, and I'm a kid, so yeah, you eat you eat boogers and
0: paste. What the fuck? I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna trust you. Imagine, imagine, if you will. <laughs> dig if you will, this picture. Okay. Of Sonic Kid. Hold on, wait, 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 I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about the sweat of your body covering me. <laughs> Can, can you, my darling? Can you picture this? Um and it's no. like
1: a courtyard with oceans and violets in bloom. Oh, God, I'm getting hard.
0: Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Sonic Kid doing a commercial endorsing Hufu. Oh. Oh, God, that would... This tastes exactly like Grandpa. exactly <laughs> like Grandpa, and mm-hmm. I would know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Um, oh, God, Sonic Kid. I haven't seen Sonic Kid in I no I haven't even thought about Sonic
0: Kid in a long time. So, apparently, the name Hufu, according to the creators of the product, came from Mia Jovovich. Mia Jovovich came came up with that? Yeah. Oh, fuck you, Paul Anderson.
1: <laughs> sorry, Paul W.S. Anderson.
0: Yeah, she coined the term after hearing about the product's development while on the Eurostar from London to Paris. Uh, it was touted as the healthy human flesh alternative for cannibals who want to quit.
1: For cannibals who want to quit, is that is that like the tobacco-free cigarettes of cannibalism? I'm like, you have understand, this isn't this is a lifestyle,
0: right? This isn't just an idea for fun. This is a lifestyle.
1: I'm a cannibal, you know. I'm a fine young cannibal. I mean, I'm like, ah, 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 you know. So like that's that's who I am.
0: You Can't change me. It's a great convenience food for cannibals. No more Friday night hunting raids. Stay home and enjoy the good, healthy taste of hufu. Okay, why Hufu, though? I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess we'd have to ask Mia Jovovich as far as that goes. Yeah,
1: well, you know. No, thank you. She's an attractive woman. Oh, she she is. And she's a... She's not a great actor. Yeah, she's a capable actress, you know, for what it's (laughs) worth, but...
0: Yeah, she's, if by um, capable actor she means she remembers her lines, then yes.
1: I mean, she's done. She's she's actually done some really good roles. Like uh, he got game. She's a, she's really good in
0: that. I like her in Fifth Element. Um, I, I like her in uh, Ultraviolet. I know nobody likes Ultraviolet but me. But I thought it was a fun movie. No, mom loves Ultraviolet. Yeah, I, I think it's a
1: lot she... of dazzle
0: but no substance. That that's okay. <laughs> I uh, went into it expecting a lot of dazzle and no substance. Uh, the um... the um, what
1: was I going to say? Um. Uh, return of Blue Lagoon. And yeah, she's mm-hmm. good in that. Actually, I don't know. I've never watched that. I have no, no interest in watching that. But I'm just saying, I mean, she's, she's done some, some good things. But I mean, as soon as she hooked up with, uh, with her, her current husband, like, I think everything she's put out has been garbage. And, and I think that's, it's evident by like
0: the Monster Hunter movie. Uh, I have not watched the Monster Hunter movie. Nobody watched the Monster Hunter movie. <laughs> I didn't even know it was out yet. Oh, it, it came out like two years ago. Holy shit. I thought <laughs> it was still in development. No, it's, it's coming oh God, That's my point exactly. Remember <laughs> you know, the, the really bad Hellboy movie where she played the bad guy in it? Which one was that? Was the, that was that the newest Hellboy? Yes. The one where they, like, they fucked Ron Perlman over? Yeah. I didn't watch it. No, this is the thing nobody did. <laughs> like, I, I refused to watch it on principle because Ron Perlman... Did all the hype work. He he got the public interest stuff. He got people signing the... Uh, petition? Signing the petition and all that. And everybody was like, yes, we want a Hellboy 3. He got like a million signatures and went up to the studio and they were like, yeah, no, fuck you. They, they were there. We're not interested in making a movie. We, we're making a third one. We don't want you, son of anarchy. And then they like, a, a month later, they were like, hey, check out our new Hellboy movie, babies. <laughs> and then they, they just got like this... like. They 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 got the guy who walked Bob Dylan on stage in 1973 to play Hellboy. No, okay, so I got to say that that the guy I, I like him as an actor. Like he's in Black Widow,
1: he plays a uh, uh, Red Star. Hmm. Um. He's in uh, Stranger Things.
0: I still haven't watched Stranger Things.
1: Uh. He's um. Well, he is the um. The for uh, for as long as he's in it, he's like the right hand to um. To uh, what's your name? Um. Oh, crap. oh uh, Master? No, 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 no. Uh, Suicide Squad. Um,
0: oh. Um, Harley Quinn. No. No, no, <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no. The Devil. Shit, I, why am I blanking on her name as much? I love her so much. Enchantress? No, the Devil. The Devil. Yeah. Enchantress no she's a witch she's not a devil remember Harley <laughs> like, goes are you the devil She I might be oh Amanda Waller <laughs> thank you Amanda Waller he's a right hand to Amanda Waller okay
0: okay right. so
1: um but anyway How, how'd
0: you forget Amanda Waller she's I, like I just, favorite I character I know
1: so I'm like I'm, like, I'm drawing a blank around. the only thing I could think of was, was Viola Davis I could think of her name I'm like yeah but i <laughs> no, not, not
0: Viola Davis yeah, yeah you know you always like tape her picture to your pillow
1: and night. like oh Amanda Waller <clears throat> heavy set Amanda Waller I don't like that skinny bitch <laughs> I mean, I mean, don't get me, I love Viola Davis is great and everything, but I'm just saying like when they change her character over to make her thinner, I'm like, no, 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 no. I like heavy set Amanda Waller. She's like the shit. But anyway. That, that makes
0: her more intimidating. She's, and like, less, she's but... supposed to be an imposing figure. So um
1: So the uh but yeah, he I mean, he's um anyway, he's a nanny. I mean
0: the guy's a guy's a good actor and stuff, but yeah, that hellboy role was not for him. It was just his delivery, and I only saw the trailer, but like it was his delivery where like He just, like, turns around and starts yelling at the military or something. He's like, what did I tell you about not firing your guns yet? And it was like, what the fuck is this? That's not Hellboy. Yeah, and, uh... If you're trying to play Hellboy and you're not Ron Perlman, the best you can do is do your best Ron Perlman impression and hope for the best.
1: Yeah, it's... I know some people that went and saw it, like, yeah, it was... It wasn't good, you know, but...
0: I'm like, well, yeah. I, I intend on doing a Let's Watch of it someday. I don't know how you feel about that, but... I,
1: I could do a Let's Watch of that. I mean, it's just going to be us just, like, kind of... It'd be like when we... There Let's Watch of Captain Marvel. we just yeah, been just, trashing it the whole time. Man, fuck this! Fuck this! <laughs> so, uh, anyway. um, God. But, um... Uh, Sorry, I'm just reading this Wikipedia article, man. So, getting back to the whole thing, and Miliovich and all that kind of stuff. I mean, again, I don't, I don't hate her. I just... Like she hasn't really done anything that's worth a darn. So her creating this whole like Nufu thing. I oh, mean, she, well, no, she didn't
0: make it. All she did was like, um, who, who's the guy? Who's the guy? Who's the guy? I'm sorry, Kim creating the name. Yeah, Mark Mark Knuckles made it. Um, but she just came up with a name, Hoofu. Right. So Hufu.
1: I mean, it's like human and tofu. I'm gonna just say right now, uh, Hufu sounds too much like Nufu from <laughs> Teen Titans. With the, uh, with the the tofu from outer space? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's like that, uh, that meal replacement shake that I occasionally drink, Soylent. And, of course, everybody immediately thinks of Soylent Green. Well, I mean, because
1: uh, hey, if it's not Soylent Green, why would you drink it? <laughs> I mean, I love a product that's made by the people for the people. Right?
0: <laughs> of, of the people. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would probably drink it more if it were actually, like, Soylent Green. I mean, like, drinking too much soy is not good for you. Right now, I I think there's like a small enough amount in that that it's not gonna like fuck up your testosterone or whatever. Or like, uh, uh, probably some of my healthiest has been when I was drinking Soylent. Hmm. But uh, see, not bad. It's it's pretty tasty, actually. Tastes like uh, Czech cereal.
1: I uh, I haven't checked. I don't, have I ever eaten Czechs? I don't really? think so
0: so it's it's like it's like that pleasant kind of blandness, like when you're eating oatmeal. Uh, okay, I guess. Yeah, I like it. Hmm. So, uh, so this guy says that he came up with the concept. It occurred to him while he was eating a Tofurky sandwich while reading Good to Eat, Riddles of Food and Culture, which is a book on cannibalism by an anthropologist named Marvin Harris. Hmm. And he went on to The Daily Show and was interviewed by Samantha Bee, and he said, I think that a lot of the pleasure of eating the Hufu product is imagining you're eating human flesh. No, actually so, eating human flesh is... The thing.
1: I mean, that's what I want to do. I don't want to pretend like, like, I mean, I mean okay, that's, that, this is the equivalent of going to the beach and getting a henna tattoo and showing it off to everybody, right? <laughs> and it's been like, it's like, yeah, so I was eating, uh, so I was eating human flesh there over the weekend.
0: Really? Well, no, I mean, I was I had like the artificial human flesh. I was you pretending know? it was human flesh. Right. That's the thing. It's like, if I've just got to pretend that it's human flesh, then I'll just eat pizza. Right. And be like, mm, human flesh. Um, num, num, num. Right. And then I don't have to like, Debase myself with human flavored tofu. Exactly. Like, what are you? What are you doing? That you're.
1: It's 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 just dumb. Like you're. It's like telling your buddy you're in a motorcycle gang and you're just in a scooter club, you know? <laughs> or or inviting somebody over to play with your transformers and all you have are gobots. Oh God. Like no,
0: <laughs> that's that's not how that works. That's a friendship ender right there. <laughs> oh. From Jesus. that moment, you can join the fraternity of cannibals if you really want to come as close as possible to the experience of cannibalism. Hufu is your best option. the The website closed, disclosed uh, as of mid two thousand six. That's because huh.
1: nobody ever visited.
0: Yeah, he was paying. He was paying for nothing. Uh, he closed the website, saying the world has moved on past Hufu, and the site was more expensive to run than it was worth. <laughs> I mean, like you're really dealing with a niche audience here. Exactly, niche niche audience like cannibal vegans. Not only that, but people who are comfortable
1: like putting like like cannibal food options into their search engine. Right? <laughs>
0: uh hey. God. Yep. Time out, people.
1: Sorry. I gotta go uh say goodbye to Red Line. Time in So we're back. I would be I'd be remiss if I said that I that I have not thought about about eating people, right? Okay. Not because um not because uh, I have this great desire to eat people, right? <laughs> uh but because I'm like I'm curious, you know, uh I'm not even really curious about what people taste like. That's not really something of interest to me. Like I, I very rarely do I I'm like, hmm I wonder what X tastes like. Like, I've never eaten. i never eaten elephant, right? Mm,
0: stew looks delicious today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never eaten elephant. I um, I mean, if someone was like, "Hey, would you like to try some of my elephant steak?" I'd be like, sure,
0: I'll I have try some of that. Elephant. Right? I mean, uh, they've got so much personality, though. I'd feel guilty about elephant and horse because they got a lot of like light behind the eyes, you know. Well,
1: I'm not sure about eating horse. Um, ostrich, I would eat. Well, yeah, ostrich. I eat ostrich. Now, there's a place here that sometimes has alligator.
0: Alligator. And I'd eat.
1: And so I like I'm I'm kind of interested in in that and I um uh and I it, it, when I've seen that I was gonna go buy some one day and I end up missing out and, and they'll they probably have it again too soon, uh, soon. Yeah. so alligator I'm I'm interested in um I've never had kangaroo
0: all right mm, kangaroo yeah
1: but the thing is i never i'm never thinking to myself like even now with the alligator right i've never said hmm i wonder what alligator tastes like it was available
0: and i'm like hey yeah it's like if it's there then sure why not
1: right but i never go around for like like hmm, i just wonder what this thing tastes like so i've never sat there and been like i wonder what people taste like <laughs> but there is a part of me that says okay if um like could you eat a person if you know if you had to like could you eat a person if you had to and um, and I'm like, well, I mean, I'd like to think I could. I'm I mean, not sure how you prepare it, you know, I, but...
0: You know, if I were stranded and, like, if I fell to the bottom of a deep, deep valley and had no choice but to eat my dead companion or something in order to survive, sure. Right. You know, like, I'm borderline suicidal, but I don't I don't want to die like that. I don't want to starve to death. That's well, of no fun. I'm who too does? Much, too much of a food guy.
1: So, do it, and, and
0: that's actually going to the next
1: thing about it, is... You know, I've read the, uh, I've read the the book, bu- the book Alive. I've seen the movie. Actually, I've seen both movies. I've seen Alive, and I've seen the uh, the other one. Um, I forget what that one's called. The original one that was made like back, like low budget one that was made back in like the late seventies, early eighties. Um, I read the book. I actually had um, the book that was written by Nando Parada, uh, who was one of the people that actually like um, climbed out of the mountains to Chile to you know, get help for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, never, I never actually read his book. I did have it for a while. And this is because after reading the, the book by uh, Piers Paul Reed, it... it that was a hard book to read. I mean, that was that was a hard story to read about these people being trapped there. You know, this, the whole story about the, uh, the soccer players coming from Uruguay and the plane crashes into the Andes Mountains mm-hmm. and a lot of them die and then the ones that survive, you know, they eventually had to resort to cannibalism because they were waiting to be rescued and then they heard on the radio after so long that they'd given up rescue efforts because it was a big white plane that had crashed in the snow of the Andes Mountains and so when you were flying overhead and helicopter a plane, you could not see the white plane against the white snow. Right, so right. after like a couple weeks, they gave up looking for them. And these people are like, well, how the hell are we going to get out of here? And they had done everything they could up until the point where they were like, we're you know we're running out of out of food and we're running out of energy. So we're going to get out of here. We got to do something. And um, in the movie, and I don't remember if it was in the book, but in the movie, um, Nando says, and he's played by, uh, that's one of the things about the movie. The movie is very, very whitewashed mm-hmm. because these people guys were south american and they're played by like ethan Hawke and vincent spano and jack <laughs> noseworthy you know so and uh iliana douglas was in it she played i don't think she was actually related to one of them i think she was um i forget what her character was i think she was actually just somebody that was on the plane but she may have been like related to one of them because it, it wasn't just them and their families that were on the plane yeah but anyway um so you know but uh i think it was um I said, I think it's, uh, it's in the movie, not in the book where Nando says, uh, cause he's, he was unconscious for like the first two or three days. And then he wakes up and is like, Hey, Hey, your mom's dead. Your sister's got like a massive head wound and she's not going to survive. And he's kind of taking care of her. And, you know, of course he's like, you know, what the hell happened? And then he says, uh, they're like, what are we going to do? And he's like, well, he goes, and he goes, well, once my sister dies, I'm going to bury her body, and then I'm going to climb out of here. And then uh, it's like we, you know, we don't have any food. And it's like, you know, he goes, well, then he goes, I'll eat the damn pilots. He goes, they're the ones that got us into this mess. Um, which I mean, I'm not a pilot. I've never flown in those conditions like that. But they hit a
0: mountain. Like I, I don't understand how you hit a mountain. Maybe it's a fucking
1: mountain. How do you hit a mountain?
0: This is making me think of George of the Jungle. It's like with its scenic views, its beautiful trees, its hidden mountains.
1: <laughs> I mean they were they were flying low and then when they realized they were flying too low they went to pull up the back half of the plane slammed into like you know the, the the mountain I'm like how do you hit a
0: mountain? You would think as far as like keeping track of what's up and what's down that'd be pretty hard to fuck up.
1: Yes, yeah, so, I mean maybe like maybe we should just keep going up. It's, it's like a sign side, a side like, how well, do you hit a mountain? <laughs> <laughs> it's a mountain. If you can see it from the ground, you can see it from the air. It's a mountain. It's you know. kind of right there, isn't it? <laughs> so, uh, and so, so they did, and they, they had certain rules about what they were going to eat, what they weren't going to eat, and, um, and, you know, who they would eat, what they would eat, what they wouldn't eat. And I'm not going to get into like the specifics of things that they did. You know, they didn't touch the hands, feet, or genitals. Um, and them. some people were like family members were, were, um, were yeah, off the menu, uh, no pun intended. <laughs> um, and then it, I mean, it got to the point where they were, uh, and, you know, they were trying to find any sorts of food they could because they didn't, there was nothing there. Yeah. And they were eating parts of the body that you, that they had no nutrients at all to them, but there was like, they got to eat something. And that was yeah, the other yeah. part of it too, that they, they were like, oh, by the way, um, we have to eat this raw because when we cook it, Ooh. we cook away all the nutrients. And you're basically splitting like one dead body amongst like you know twelve people. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that don't go very far, you know. So dibs on the ass. That's actually one of the first things they ate. Yeah, I mean that's, that makes the most sense. But but yeah, they, they had to
1: they had to eat people and they had to eat them raw. Um, I'm, so. not well, I'm not
0: eating Carl. I'm not eating sheep, Okay, maybe a bite. <laughs>
1: and you know and and you're talking about you're talking about like a, a couple ounces a person a day
0: yeah because yeah.
1: because i mean you, you know you got to make people stretch um so but anyway so in a situation like that could i i mean i'd like to think i could i mean i mean,
0: I, I guess you, you have to really
1: and it goes back to what i was saying that the then the let's watch is like um uh, makes i think i, I think we are recording our time and i was like Food doesn't have to taste good. Mm -hmm. It just has to provide me with nutrients and sustenance. That's it. Yep, yep. So, can I, could I eat Joey? Yes, I can eat Joey. Am I going to enjoy it? Probably not. Is Joey going to keep me alive until I can be rescued? I sure as hell hope so, you know, because <laughs> if not, then I've eaten Joey for no reason at all. He better. I mean, Joey, you were useless in life. The least you could do is be useful in death. Exactly. And then, then the worst part about it is, is, you know, all those times that Joey was like, hey, eat me. And then I'm like, <laughs> you win, Joey. You win. Um, so, but but the thing is, when you're eating somebody even if you know I me, used to know don't, don't know I'm right. Or it's just someone that's like, oh, look, round chuck, right? It's like, it's, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, you're eating a, a body. You're eating what used to be a human being that we've always declared as being off limits. Mm-hmm. Taboo. Right. It's to eat artificial people, like that's not, there's nothing taboo about that. You're, it's, it's one thing to eat like a, like tofu or, or some of these, like, uh, these, like uh, impossible burgers and stuff like that. What are they going to call it? Impossible human, right? I mean, <laughs> the like
0: impossible with, human. Right?
1: <laughs> like it's one thing to eat one of those because you've made a lifestyle choice of, I'm not going to eat meat because this is healthier for me. And I'm all about the environment. Not eating people has nothing to do with the environment. Actually eating people is actually better for the environment. Let's get have these motherfuckers off the planet right now. Right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll cut back on the cows. We'll have to start, you know, with all like the, the mass produced chickens and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, help. I mean, Human beings but, are more of a natural food source than anything else on the planet.
0: That's the thing. Um, there's a Calvin and Hobbes strip where he, like, raises his hand in class and he's, like, talking to the teachers, like, I-, I think that the class should have a, a roundtable discussion right now on if there should be leniency in murder trials if the murder was done for cannibalism. Because that's not wasteful. Right. It's like, yeah, that's actually a really good point, Calvin. <laughs> Like, that's nowhere near as wasteful as just killing somebody because they piss you off. Like, no, I t- did it because I need food. But, like, yeah, like, doing just imitation cannibalism, that feels like being the kind of kid where it's like, oh, I'm not allowed to look at Playboys, so instead I just go to the dictionary in the library and look up dirty words. Right. Like, if if that if that's how you get off, I mean, good, good lord, you might as well just, like, look at porn like a normal person, good god.
1: Yeah, I... I... What was that, um, what was that, uh, that article, God, it's from like the 1600s, 1700s, whatever. It, it was, it was, um, it was done as a, uh, like, it's kind of like uh like a humorous article about eating babies. You remember that? You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, God. See, I now I got to look it up here. Um, and it's, it was one that I was remember being taught in school. Um, it's this uh, editorial, um, and I can't think about who it is. I'm sure people are like, it's this thing, it's this thing, but. Um
0: now you're gonna have to google eating human babies Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> um what is it uh, uh, uh see,
1: I'm trying to I'm trying to find a way of looking at stuff so it comes across um uh <laughs> oh voice <this> is hard
0: <laughs> <laughs> have I told you that terrible terrible joke about uh, how many How many babies does it take to paint a garage? No. Depends on how hard you throw them. Oh, come (laughs) on, man. Ah, Here it is. A Modest Proposal. That's what it is. Oh, I've heard of that. I never knew that's what it was about, though. Yes. uh,
1: 1729 satirical essay by Jonathan Swift. A, a modest proposal for preventing the children of poor people from being a burden to their a burden to their parents or country, and from making them beneficial to the public. <laughs> Commonly referred to as a modest proposal, is a juvenile satirical essay written and published anonymously by Jonathan Swift in Swift in 1729. The essay Jonathan a, Swift. Wow. Yeah, it's Taylor's uh, long, long, long dead grandfather. <laughs> the essay, I mean, you look at her, obviously, you an essay about eating children like him. That's why he probably she didn't have any meat on her bones. She didn't want to tempt her father. Uh, <laughs> the essay suggests that the impoverished Irish might ease their economic troubles by selling their children as food to rich gentlemen and ladies. The satirical hyperbole mocked heartless attitudes towards the poor, predominantly Irish Catholic, as well as British policy towards the Irish in general. Uh says that his essay is I widely held to be one of the greatest examples of sustained irony in the history of the English language. Much of its shock value derives from the fact that the first portion of the essay describes the plight of starving beggars in Ireland. So that the reader is unprepared for the surprise of Swiss solution when he states, A young healthy child well nursed is at, is at a year old. A more, most delicious and nutritious and wholesome meal food, whether stewed, roasted, <laughs> baked, or boiled, and I make no and and I make no doubt that it will equally serve in a fricassee or a ragout. <laughs> this was the 1700s. Yeah, Jeez, that's amazing. All right, now get this part though, right? Swift goes to great lengths to support his argument, including a list of possible preparation styles for children and calculations showing the beneficial benefits of his, of his suggestion. He uses methods of argument throughout his essay, which lampooned the then influential William Petty and the social engineering popular uh social engineering popular among followers of Francis
0: Bacon. Mm, Bacon. Yeah, <laughs> Francis Bacon was the real Shakespeare. Uh
1: these lampoons include appealing to the author, uh, uh I'm sorry, appealing to the authority of a very Knowing American of acquaintance in London and the famous um, Sal- Salmanzar, Salmanazar, excuse me, a native of the island of Formosa, who already had confessed to not being from Formosa in 1706. So anyway, um, yeah. So my proposed. I remember reading this in school. And uh, I'm glad that that was the very first search result for what I typed in, which was literature editorial (laughs) about eating children. And the first thing that pops up is a mouse proposal. I'm like, oh, thank God.
0: (laughs) So that that was the most vanilla way you could have searched for that. (laughs) So FBI, take me off your list. (laughs) Literature editorial about the consumption of children. (laughs) Oh. Man, I'll bet you write a hell of a resume. Don't
1: you? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I can do any, any kind of job you want, unless, of course, that's a job that I don't know how to do, in which case then I would need to be prepared to do it, which doesn't mean I can't do it, but, of course, at the start, I wouldn't be able to do it, unless, of course, you taught me how to do it, in which case I would be able to do it.
0: <laughs> For a minute there, I thought you were doing Pinocchio in Shrek 3. I was trying to. Oh. <laughs> if that indeed wasn't where he isn't. <laughs> so... So do you know how to do this job? Well, I don't know how to not do this job. Uh, So you do know how to do this job. On the contrary. (laughs) I definitely probably don't not know how to definitely not do not this job. Right. (laughs) But I have done other
1: jobs (laughs) that are not like this one. And was very successful at doing those jobs are very much different than the one that you're asking me if I know how to do. (laughs) Which may or may not be similar to my
0: previous jobs.
1: (laughs) Potentially. So, but I mean, I don't understand. Like, the whole thing is like, for people that want to know what it's like to eat someone eating, okay, so (laughs) eating human flesh, if you didn't know, like, if we did like a blind burger taste test, right? Be like, okay, so now here it is. And now it's like, you know, like that nine out of 10 people don't know it's human flesh. And then you could create like, you know, like human helper when you need a helping hand. Like, I don't, I don't know what you would, but the thing is people, you really wouldn't be able to tell just from, just from the taste, right? Mm -hmm. You might taste, but "Mm, it's a little different. Also, it depends on how it's prepared. The thing about eating human flesh is the psychological aspect of it and living with the fact that you've eaten human flesh. You don't deal with any of that when you deal with tofu (laughs) or tofu or whatever the hell it is. Tutu. Hufu. (laughs) Hufu. Hufu. One, you don't have to deal with any of that at all, and then the other part of it is that you're still not getting the, you're still not getting the, the genuine taste of it. So this all goes all the way back, all the way back, all the way back to Gwyneth Poucher's candle,
0: <laughs> which is how do you know? That was the very next question Thank I was going to have. How do you know? This is what I've always said with like. All the dog food and cat food stuff where it's like, it's delicious, tastes just like turkey. How do you know? Well, you got somebody in your pet food factory being like, mm-hmm, tuna.
1: So, okay, and I'm just going to put this out there because this has always been one of my one of my secrets, something I've kind of held in my back, my back pocket, but I'm putting it out there now because I know a lot of you still aren't going to accept this, and I'm okay with that because that just means it works out for me. In the event of some kind of an apocalypse, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And even if some kind of apocalypse, while well, all of you people are grabbing stupid perishable shit, like you go into like the frozen food section to get like hamburger stuff, you know where I'm going? Pet food. <laughs> and I'm gonna grab all of those cans of like fancy feasts and shit like that. All that stuff that just like you know, and this is made for, from organically grown chickens and everything. <laughs> we have products that we specifically make. We specifically make products for animals. That it was like cleaner than the food that we give ourselves.
0: Yeah, are you fucking kidding me? Well, um, it'll work wonders for your dentition, and you'll have a shiny, healthy pelt. So,
1: uh, hey, hell, I've eaten, I've eaten dog biscuits before, man. They're not that bad.
0: <laughs> I don't remember
1: exactly why Profan and I <laughs> ate dog biscuits. I think it was a, a, a uh, I think it was a bet that we made when we were drinking one night. <laughs> But yeah, we both we both like take Chow down on the on a dog biscuit too. They're not that bad,
0: honestly. I mean, shit, I had I had them when I was like seven or eight, but I was seven or eight. That's my excuse.
1: <laughs> well, we were older than that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying that they're, they're. I mean, they're not that bad. But
0: I hear they keep you regular. So, oh, I mean,
1: I, I mean, we we was just one time. I didn't go buy a box of them. Be like, oh, this is great. This is great. But anyway, the thing is. That's where I'm going to go because, you know, it's supposed to be healthier and it's made with more organic stuff and it doesn't have all those byproducts <laughs> and shit like that. And it, like all the food that we serve ourselves, which is so damn stupid. I don't get it. Oh, yeah. But yeah. anyway, right, you're saying like, how do we know it tastes like this? I mean, well, I assume the dog food thing, because you're making the stuff that it's grown and made in certain ways or whatever, that it's good enough for people to eat. So why would I not eat it? We're just packaging <laughs> it for dog food. Um, But, it, you know, but there's nothing in here that... Is not edible by humans.
0: For the most part, yeah.
1: So I mean it's one thing when you're putting like snouts and stuff like that in it and you're spraying <laughs> it all up. But you know, some of that stuff. Is, yeah, some of this stuff is is, you know, it's, I mean it's like I said it's better than the food that we sever give ourselves. So but all that to go say, who who's gonna go there and say, let me buy this artificial human because it tastes just like human? Like, no? Like Like, how do you know? I'm just, I'm so confused. Right. It really is just one of those things that, that you have in your house just so somebody else can see it and be like, oh, is this, is this like foo-foo? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I eat that sometimes. (laughs) Uh, Oh, how is it? I mean. It tastes just like the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, if you're, uh, you were just like, you know, like, you know, you know, sometimes when people like bite on their hand, like you know, like the soft part of their uh, of their of their <laughs> their palm and everything, keep from saying like like something bad. Like yeah, I have this like it's kind of like that, kind of like that, with yeah. a little bit more salt, and you just like, it, I mean, it, I mean, it really is not practical at all. None oh. of none of that makes any sense. But like oh okay, like, can you can you imagine like serving someone some food? It's like this is really good. What's your secret? Human flesh, <gasps> get out. And he's <laughs> like, you're right. It's artificial human flesh. Most <laughs> cannibals don't know it's not human.
0: <laughs> and like, looks into the camera. Hoofoo. <laughs> Tastes looks like the real thing. It's got what cannibals crave. Yeah. Um, have, have you seen Fred Green Tomatoes? I have not, because like that—that's a whole thing. Like, the, there's like the town bastard who's just like pure evil, and so of course the town pe- townspeople like get together and kill him. And so it's like, well, we got to do something with him. And so the next scene, you see like the butcher like chopping him up, and then the next scene. Everybody's, like, eating chili at the diner, and they're like, they're like, well, Nellie, this this is the best chili you ever made. And she's like, secrets in the sauce. So, obviously, like, this ah. chick at the diner just fed everybody the guy that they killed so that so, the cops could never find him. So, it's like, a Scott Tinnerman thing. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, so, like, any, any time, like, my family's making references to, like, cannibal humor, secrets in the sauce.
1: <laughs> oh, see, that, that's, that's perfect. Yeah. No, I mean, I... There's nothing practical about this. And again, like you were saying, like, how do you know? So is there a cannibal that they have somewhere? I was like, okay, what's it? Um, no, you got the, you've got the texture, right? But it's missing something, you know. I'm sorry, um, but
0: human ass has a little more umami to it. Yeah,
1: it's like, like, there's a, you know, depending on, depending on, you know, the, the person, like, uh, you know, what they've eaten before, what kind of deodorant they wear or perfume, that kind of sucks into the skin and, and can really... Can really have a have a have an effect on the taste of it. So, um, I mean, like, no, make it it really. It it really is just it's a it's a bullshit product. Just it's it's a novelty is what it is. You know, that's really all it is. Yep. Yep. And and to try to pass off as something else is just ridiculous. And I I mean I would not buy it. This it's not still going to give me the experience of 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 killing and eating a person. Even if you like formed into actual like body parts and stuck into like a mannequin and had me hunted down like in a version like the like the weakest version of the most dangerous game right I'm like it's <laughs> it's still it's still not the same thing and i don't have to live with all the man. fact that i killed and ate somebody or that or that i just ate somebody like someone else did all the killing and i just ate somebody like no i don't
0: i don't have any of that that i'm that i'm struggling with well i mean cu- few things here um first of all i've i've had tofu and it does not taste like real meat no. So I, I have no reason to believe that it tastes just like real human, because it's like well, tofurkey doesn't taste like turkey. It's just gross. Right. Like I, I grew up with a health nut mom. I, I know what tofu tastes like. It is not good. Not good.
1: Now the, I will. I can and will eat tofu when it's in my
0: hot and sour soup. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah. Like in in uh, Chinese dishes and stuff like that. Yeah. It's super good. But that's because it's, you know, it's not trying to be meat then.
1: Right, and it's taking on the flavor of everything else in there, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's not trying to be, it's not trying to pretend to be something that it's not. Um, so, huh. other other thing here is that, much like sex, you know, it, it's, it doesn't really feel like an accomplishment if you just pay a hooker. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like... Okay, well, you know, there, there wasn't really, like, the thrill of the chase. All I did was get my rocks off. Right. So much like that, it's like, okay, well, if all you're doing is just eating imitation human flesh, and it's like, well, that kind of takes away, like, like you mentioned, the taboo aspect. So it's like, well, there's, there's not this whole aspect of actually eating a person. So it's just, it's cheapened. The whole process is cheapened. It's... <sighs> and it's wasteful. Okay, so... I'm going to compare this to like some other things we talked about, right?
1: So if you're going to have someone that's there, that is going to compare the two and be like, okay, how does this taste? Does this taste a little bit like human flesh? First off, cannibalism is against the law. Mm -hmm. So having someone that is there, that is your, your cannibal, your human taste tester, right. To be able to say, yes, this tastes like human flesh, whatever. That person should be like, Want it for some kind of a crime or something, right? You would think, yeah. Uh, especially if they're admitted to, uh, now Roy, you know? <laughs> 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 but but no, if they've admitted to being a cannibal, then, because uh, here's the thing, you can if you admit to being a cannibal, that means that you've eaten a human bo- person, uh, a yeah, human body. Because of that, then you're also saying that there was a person that died that you then ate their body did they die of natural causes did you kill them if you kill if you if they died of natural causes then their body should have gone to a mortuary or something whatever right, you didn't right. do any of those things or maybe they did and you picked them up afterwards after, you, after body's been you know embalmed obviously you know you can't eat them then so that means that you you skipped over some steps that were ne- that were necessary which means that you're kind of breaking some laws here and so on and I got to ask you again where did you get the body from that and. And how'd you get how how are you able to eat it? So, so there's all that 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 whole aspect of, of all that. It kind of goes to the whole like a sex toy thing that we had that conversation about. <laughs> which is, okay, here it is, I made a sex toy. It looks like some like a you know, woman's body parts. It's modeled after a particular, let say porn star or whatever, mm-hmm. or maybe just a, just a generic like woman's like, you know, stuff, right? Someone has to fuck that and tell me whether or not it, <laughs> it feels like the real thing. We never talk about this part, but somebody does. Somebody has to fuck that. And I'm like, okay, so you've got like woman A here. You've got fake pussy here. And he's like, okay, pumps in air coming. All right. All right. All right. And then we go and put in that. Okay. Yeah. Not. Okay. And then we go back over there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. uh, Now it's like, uh, no, something, something's missing here. Uh, like, I don't know. Like it's, (laughs) it's, it's not tight enough. Like it's tight enough at the entrance Right, but then it opens up and it's a little too loose. Like it needs to be tight, and then a little looser, and then tight again. You know, <laughs> kind of, kind of like like one of those like weird like like olive oil bottles. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like someone has to do that. And be like, yeah, okay, yeah, this this feels right. You know, um, and someone, well, that, so someone has to thing be a thought. fake pussy like fuck tester, right? <laughs>
0: That's the thing, I've never believed that, like, I've never believed the claims, and they're always like, oh, this is, this is molded after What's-Her-Face's badge, and it's like, I don't believe that, I think they just picked, like, some random features, because how's how's the average consumer gonna know? Well, see, I will tell you, they actually do
1: that, I was watching this one thing, um, where they show the woman, and, um... And they have her there, and they 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 put on all the um, the the latex stuff or whatever, and your legs are spread because just like the guy, they have what basically he has to get hard, and this thing that well, this was actually. I guess before Viagra was like a regular practice thing, Hmm. but they had to get hard and basically stick his dick in what looked like a, um, like a fleshlight, but it's filled with, uh, like the silicone and he had to, and he had to hold it there for like 20, 30 minutes, whatever. And he has to basically just kind of stay hard that whole time. So it, you Mm. know, and then, and then (laughs) they, they take the mold off and then, um, and they, they cut it so they can then basically use that as they make the real mold off of that. Interesting. And then use that to make the the mass production mold and they did the same thing with the woman so then when they peel it off, right, then it actually has the it's just the outside though, so it just has the contours of There we go. Yeah. The, but the inside is is just
0: whatever you made it to be. Well that that's the thing, yeah. Like I, I would have like I, I wouldn't have been surprised over the exterior. I'm just thinking like the interior stuff. Right.
1: So so at least at least with the with the the fake dick, right, for if you're fucking yourself with that, you're like, yeah, this is what this person's dick really feels like. You know? <laughs> but with the women, it's like outside of the outside of it, like it's it's who who like who knows? It's like
0: anybody's game, right?
1: <laughs> but again, someone does still have to fuck that to be like, yes, I can come from this.
0: Well fortunately they're in the business of it, so
1: how do you I mean you know, I have looked for jobs several places and I've gone through a lot of, of, of like, you know, like wanted ads. I have never come across one that says wanted, you know, looking for someone to fuck fake pussies. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you right now, though, right? Even, even if I had come across that article, I can tell you right now that I would not accept that job. Uh-huh. I wouldn't. Well, I can tell you because the job is not going to pay very much. And wait, 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 wait. We're going to let you fuck fake pussies all day long, and you expect me to pay you $30 an hour? Are you kidding me <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> Much like the whole sperm donor thing, it's like, yeah, it sounds awesome until you realize that you have to do it for a job, and then that takes away all the pleasure. It's <clears throat> like, that, that was an article that I read. The guy was like, what? Getting getting paid that much to jerk off? Hell yes. Sign me up. And then, like, by day three, was like, oh, my God somebody kill me somebody kill me I, I would I would literally sell my children to not have to go back to this place today See,
1: you come home and then you walk in. And you're like you're, you know kind of tired and then there's your girlfriend she's in some sexy lingerie say honey and it's like look at what I got today it's like bitch I've been at work all fucking day right? <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me I gotta come home to this too <laughs> oh, I just thought you just thought you just thought you thought nothing <laughs>
0: Well yeah, I mean like that's the thing. You you never want people asking you to do your job when you're off the clock. Exactly. Because like when I was fixing printers, nothing would piss me off more than like, you know, like see seeing somebody while I was like grocery shopping or something, they'd be like, oh hey, you know, my my printer's doing this thing, and it's like, oh my god, I'm not on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, okay, what what's your what's your professional? Well, I'm a plumber, okay, well hey, you know, my, my toilet's been making this noise. Do you think you can come take a look at it? It's like, no, you don't you don't want to deal with that. Well, would you like it if I just laid there, huh? Like all the women at work. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like as soon as jerking off becomes your job, whether it's whether it's for like sperm donor or whether it's for for sex toy product testing or or whatever. Like as soon as it becomes this thing where you have to do it, then all the fun is gone. Yeah,
1: I mean, <laughs> just think. But think about the guy whose job it is is to like to professionally test out toilets. I mean, this guy comes home. He doesn't want to take a shit at all. He's like, <laughs> like, I have no interest. in taking a whiz, taking a shit, nothing, man. Like,
0: I have been in the toilet all day. You know what? I'm 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 enough of a uh, of a comfort guy. I feel like I would be a pretty good product tester for toilets. Really? Uh, yeah, I think I could do it. Okay, so so like the anti like Rick is that it? <laughs> sure. I uh, so you you're not caught up. So you're... yeah, I'm I'm still in season two, man. Oh, geez, whiz, man. Yeah, I'm way far behind. Ah. <sighs> So, so yeah, I mean,
1: we've kind of like strayed a little bit, but I mean, but but getting back to like, (laughs) like, I don't understand like who, like, what really was your intent on this? Is it really to to get people? Are are there really that many cannibals walking around that you felt it was necessary to like wean them off of it? Right? Cannibals who want to quit. I mean, you, you, we won't, we won't allow people to like use a, was it uh, methadone so they can get off of like uh, like uh, morphine? I mean, uh, so you said methadone and morphine to get off of heroin, mm-hmm. right? Um, because you're like, well, you're just trading one drug for another. Right,
0: right, right. But
1: it's okay for this guy to create fake human flesh because cannibals are such a big deal right now. That's what's destroying the country is, you know, all these cannibals that are running around eating people for no reason as opposed to the huge drug problem that we have where well, I don't care about trying to help get people off of drugs get their lives back. What I care about are these people that are going around eating dead bodies. And, because um, that really bugs me and that's an epidemic that we really have to quash.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, well, hey, we're an hour and eight minutes into this. Yeah, I think, I think I'm done. There's, there's nothing more I can say about there, this. Thing. Yeah, there's not much more we can say. Um, <laughs>
1: You know what, I like to do though? I'd like to get a job as a taste tester. And then, you know, after I'm like, okay, this is it. You guys have gotten it. You finally discovered this is the flavor, right? Of a human being. This is it. This is exactly what human beings taste like. And they're great. And you pack shit up and like, and then he's like, oh, there's one thing I need to tell you guys. I'm not a cannibal. I've never (laughs) eaten a human in my life. You guys are bullshit.
0: And you've just been (laughs) punked. I mean that it'd be it'd be hilarious. All these like trial runs and stuff, and they're like, maybe we finally got it. And you just like take a bite, and you're like, oh my god, it tastes just like grandma. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes just like grandma.
1: And you, you start having flashbacks, like being in the kitchen. is like you know, yeah, mm, apple pie. It's like you've got to love it. <laughs> you've got to love everything that you put yourself into. Oops, grandma cut her finger. Oh. This will be our secret. You. <laughs> <Ew. laughs> you know. You know. Even better than that is I would get a job. Like uh, on the floor, like helping to make it, mm-hmm. and then after they get there, they get the formula just right, and they start selling it. I'd be like, "Hey, um, so maybe this is the wrong time to bring this up, but we never could get the formula right. So I've actually just been using human. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I just couldn't find a way to fake it. So, so human it is. It actually is just Phil. it's, it's Phil? Is that a problem?
0: <laughs> i mean if it's a problem i mean we can start over <laughs> oh, oh man well yeah so i've been a comey that's yes, right you have been a comey i have been <laughs> excuse me <laughs> <laughs> uh and my name is turk 182 so uh this has been our been, been our conversation on cannibalism
1: and so if any of you out there have ever listening, have ever like Tried human flesh, um, whether it was on purpose or on accident. We're you're curious, you know? What'd you I'm think? <laughs> and uh, like, how did it happen? what did you think? And do you think that there could ever possibly be a substitute for that?
0: You know, I uh, I've actually heard that like when people from cannibal cultures come to visit like America and places like that, they say that the food that tastes the most like human flesh is pizza. Really? That's that's what I've heard. I don't know how accurate that is, but that's the rumor. Hmm. So, uh, are they coming from Italy? <laughs> Italian cannibals? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is human flesh uh. tastes just like a pizza. Molto bene. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just, I'm just yeah, curious. yeah, I know a thing or two about cannibalism because I am Italian.
1: <laughs> hey, Vincenzo, over here.
0: <laughs> Take a bite out of this, huh? Oh, hey! It tastes just like stew. <laughs> That's S T U. I told you I was having the Marcelli's over for dinner, right? Yeah. So, yeah, T- right. interesting. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I had fun. Hope you guys did. Yeah, this was a this is a really stupid topic. <laughs> leave it to a comey
1: no I, it's not even about you it's just about the the person that wrote the article the person that created this <laughs> thing is like this
0: is a really stupid topic i mean this this was this has apparently been around for years because the website shut down in 06
1: oh man how I and mean, it sounds like a trap honestly it sounds like a trap like the person that would go to that website is like yes i'm trying to get off of, <laughs> of eating human <laughs> people and we're like then the fbi's like gotcha it's like a honeypot. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> It's like, a, it's works. like, it's like all those, uh, those, uh, pedophile websites that were, that the, uh, the FBI, yeah, like, yeah. caught and then kept open to, 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 and then would like use it to try try to get more. Pay. I mean, like, yeah. that, that, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> you call the people, you shut the sites down. You don't leave them open and entice other people
0: to come to it. Like, hey, well, well, we've already got all these naked pictures of kids. We might as well put them to good use. I mean, what the <laughs> right, fuck, FBI?
1: Right. <laughs> just now you're just running. <laughs> you're just running one of those sites. I'm like, no, but I'm one of the good guys. You <laughs> okay? <laughs> I,
0: I had that. I had that argument with my dumbass stepdad. Because that's exactly what he said. I already got all the pictures, and might as well use it to catch the bad guys. No, you. you, you. I was like, well, I've, I've already got all this crack. I might as well just, like, give it to people exactly. so I can catch all <laughs> the drug users, right? That's brilliant.
1: Right. It's like, you know, bust drug dealers and they'd be like, okay, well, they've already got the operation set up. We might as well just use it to try to, you know, catch more drugs. Gee, drug users. This is a
0: perfectly <laughs> good meth lab. I mean, it'd be a shame to destroy it. Yeah. I was like, what? Fuck off with that noise. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like a burning building. It's like, well, we already got a building. We might as well just kind of use it to see if we can catch more of the <laughs> arsonists. Like, why not? <laughs> Arson I mean,
0: it's already there. Yeah, no. yeah. There's, uh, yeah. There's, there's not a lot of things that make me angrier than the FBI honeypots using actual shit that they've seized from people. It's just like, oh.
1: So how? So what makes you think that I could actually trust? A, you know,
0: like a, oh, are, are you addicted to human flesh? <laughs> we can help. Like, Oh, thank you. I mean, it's got to put you on some kind of a list because it either means you're an actual cannibal trying to quit or it means you're curious about cannibalism. It's like... Exactly. Are you so curious for cannibalism that you're going to pay out the ass for human-flavored tofu? Right. God. Dogs don't know it's not human. It's human!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, well... That's what they can use for, you know, when when a dog bites somebody and you have to euthanize it? (laughs) Just start giving them, like, human-flavored tofu. It's like they don't know it's not real people. (laughs) Right? And you just, you show like a dog and you like, just his mouth are, buff, 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 and it's <laughs> like, mmm, this tastes just like Jimmy.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Well, I say we call this an episode. I, it's done. It's in the can. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Zang, yo.
1: See, in the can, that's like a. <laughs> I'm clever.
0: Uh, right there, folks. That was our moms think we're funny. Let's uh, let's give him a hand.